Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season nine, episode three of the What the Fuck Like podcast. My name is not Rob, for reasons that will become apparent in a minute. And my name is Matt. Third time of asking. Oh, you sound beautiful then, though. <laughs> so what, why am I here? You are here, yeah. You're here. Unfortunately, Rob, Rob can't be with us at the minute. Uh, they're having a bit of a family crisis. I know Rob spoke about it on previous uh, previous shows. Uh, and, and I'm sure he'll come on and, and speak about it uh, in due course. But yeah, just know that uh, the us, me, myself, and JP uh, th- thoughts are with you and uh, and Sammy at the minute. And I'm sure the uh, the far- wider Fartlight family, uh, uh, you'll be in their thoughts as well. So uh, yeah, that yeah. is here, JP. Yeah, I just echo that, um, Sam, Rob. I know it's a tough time at the moment, but but we love you and we're here for you. And uh, and I'm speaking on behalf of all the core team. And like you said, Matt, the, the wider Fightlet family. When when things, uh, you know, when the time's right to say say something, then uh, I'm sure sure everyone will share that sentiment. But Rob, want the show to go on, so we're gonna do the best we can. Um, I mean, we're, we're probably not the best people to be doing this, but hey, it'll be right. Yeah, we're the best, mate. Don't, don't put yourself down. We're, we are we are team team Keith. Team Keith. 2K. <laughs> Love it. Right, let's get on with the show, Matt. Tell us what's on. So on this week's show, we've got to, obviously how our weeks in running has been. I've actually done a little bit of a run, but more about that later. Uh, and I know you've been out with uh, Rob this week uh, doing a, a long run, uh, so I'm sure you can fill in for him. Um, we've got the awesome Ben Felton. Uh, he's, he's coming in to join us uh, for a chat with Rob. Uh, and I think uh, Statman John might be uh, making a guest appearance, maybe live in the studio as well, if we can get hold of him. Um, ben are also back telling us of their parkrun travels and maybe also giving us a small update on the parkrun cup. We've got the roll calls and then the thank yous. Awesome. So mm. you, you said you've been running then. Let's get straight into that. So uh, how's your, your week been? My, my week... I've, I mean, I'm still in recovery, uh, still in recovery mode. I'm, I, I went out and tried a, a small 5K on Saturday morning. It wasn't part run. Maybe it should have been part run for the part run cup, but it wasn't part run. I it should have been that, part run with your mates. Never mind it that. Should, it should have been. Yeah, but I didn't get over to Burnley in time, did I? I didn't Dead get over night. To... Come on. <laughs> but if I'd have gone to part run, I reckon I'd have, uh, I would have tried pushing it too hard and, uh, and gone full mat and tried racing it with a gammy gammy leg <laughs> to, to be fair it was more like Rasselbock though it was very traily so you'd have probably had like um, flashbacks and uh, and then done it again so probably probably for the best yeah yeah uh, but anyway I, I went for, went for a, a, a slow plod after we spoke about last week's uh, Rob, Rob mentioned last week about the um, slow running and stuff like that and I thought it's, it's definitely needed uh, to try and aid recovery with the with the calf, and uh, there's a little bit of a niggle still, so a uh, couple of days rest, and we, we go again. Uh, maybe tomorrow, I'm going for a long walk, walk tomorrow. Come off off uh, off work because of the uh, strikes and schools 
kids kids being off school and stuff. So yeah, I'm gonna make make a bit of a effort to go out tomorrow uh, and do a little bit of something, maybe a walk or a slight jog or whatever I can get done. Good. So that's that's my week. One one run, five k, three point one miles. Have you done any stretching though? That's you know that's the main question. I do. I have been, I have been yeah, every now and then. I'll uh, I do a lot of walking at work and stuff. I stretch my calf out. I do that where you push your arms against the wall and yeah, not not as much as I probably should do, but uh, but hey ho. Because <laughs> in all seriousness, so, you know Manchester is still the aim and uh, yeah, I I, I want to get it done with you. So um, yes. yeah, fingers crossed you can get back soon. Yes, fingers crossed myself, yeah, 100%. I'm trying my best and we'll see how it goes. Um, how about you? How's your big, uh, week been going with Rob and, and yourself? And uh, how's your training going? Yeah, training's going okay. Um, I ticked over a 60k week this week, so it's kind of the polar opposite of you, mate. Um, and it's going okay. Um, I just feel a bit tired. I think Rob mentioned it last week that um, tired persistence was his week and it's been very similar. Um after part run, which you know I don't want to go into anymore because Ben and Emma will do that when we when we get there. Um, we we carried on and did uh, another 20k, so it was a 25k run on Saturday. Um, and then, well, Saturday night was quite eventful, wasn't it? Um, outside of running, so yeah, we we had a bit of a uh, a Fortly family surprise meetup that I didn't know <coughs> I didn't know anything about. <coughs> um, <laughs> but then I thought I'd uh, I'd take that opportunity to bring a surprise of my own. So um, yeah. It's it's not really what the fight like. It's what the engaged part, you know, isn't it? Um, there's oh, you, yeah. there's me, there's Ben and Emma and Jack and Beth as well. So yeah, <laughs> I have a bit of a gripe, gripe about that. How come I wasn't in, informed of this situation that was arising? <laughs> oh well, yeah, you weren't in the inner circle for this one. <laughs> I, I to be fair, I wanted to keep it as very little uh, kind of people knowing as possible and I think there were there's six people in total that knew and quite a few of them were mums and dads so um yeah uh, I mean it had the desired effect I'm sure people seen the videos on Instagram um yeah. she knew nothing about it so yeah I'm, I'm quite pleased with myself yeah <laughs> well, I was just busy watching Rob filming I'm thinking why is he stood up front why is he stood banging in front of everybody with a camera in your face I'm thinking someone's not right here. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. huge congratulations to you and Polly uh, thank you very game. much Matt but yeah it was good to see and it was a shock from, from us as well uh, as well as everybody else that was there so uh, yeah huge congrats to you both and we know how to throw a party, right? It was awesome. Mm. I mean, you know, the guys coming, like Neil and Lisa coming down from Newcastle and Nick and Lynn coming up from London and all of you guys coming out in force from Yorkshire. Oh, it was just unreal to see you all. So, yeah, thank you so much. Many drinks had and a, and a great night had by all. It was it was brilliant. Thanks for inviting us. Oh, love it, love it. Um, mm. Just before we move on to see if we can find Statman Job, uh, mm. I just want to talk quickly about the raffle, the charity raffle that we're doing um, yes. in aid of the Charity of the Year, Make-A-Wish. Um, mm-hmm. And first, I just want to thank everybody. We've sold over 300 tickets, which is wow. just staggering in, in, what, just over a week. Um, yeah. And I do want to take the opportunity just to go through some of the prizes. So I know they got put out there, but, um, you know, I, I think, I think, just to give the companies a bit of a shout out would be really good as well. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, go for, go for it. Reel them off. Reel them, Reel off, them off. Well, in no particular order, um, let's start with Pocket Apparel. There's a £100 voucher from them, which is just outstanding. 
Um, Run Bright have also offered us a voucher, so thank you to them. And you know, Vic Owen being a former guest, um, amazing yes. there. Um, Altra, the uh, up and coming shoe company, there's two pairs of trainers on offer, so uh, two prizes there. So, um, two pairs of trainers, which how cool is that? Um, Voom Nutrition, who've supported the podcast before, they oh, offered yeah. us uh, a taste of back and a voucher, so again, brilliant. Uh, Runar, um, there's a couple of buffs coming from those guys. Run through who we've got a real affinity with anyway, with Rob's uh, MC and and you know the fact that we do meetups with them. Um, they've offered us two uh, two entries. Uh, Fractal, um, who spoiler alert, we may be having uh, someone related to Fractal on the podcast soon. Um, they've offered us a, a hat. Exhale Coffee, who again supported us throughout our, uh, the podcast. Rasselbock, the same. You know, there's, there's events uh, events to come from them. A true Sapien. Uh, they've offered a prize, medal munches, a nice little keepsake. So thanks to Disbot there. Um, Layla at Pretty Athletic. There's a few skincare products. Uh, last week's guest, Laura from We Are Fearless, has uh, mm. donated a hoodie. The wow. guys at Cooper Running, six months membership. And then last but certainly not least, a dry roll. I mean, oh, oof, dry roll. Good, right? Nice. All that swag to come. And I'm sure oh. we'll try and bag some more prizes for people as we, as we move along as well. Uh, yeah, there's a couple more in the wings potentially. So um, uh, yeah, if we can add a couple more in, that'd be brilliant. But yeah, just thank you to so much to those companies. It's just amazing to have your support. And then to everyone who's kind of put their hand in the pocket and bought some tickets. Um, we're going to hopefully make it nice and entertaining when we do the draw as well. So there might be a few surprises in there as well, which will be will be good. Sweet. Yeah. So it, still time to buy some more tickets as well. Uh, Absolutely. Have a look on our our Instagram pages and stuff like that, and uh, and find out how you can get involved and buy tickets and uh, and try and win some of that awesome awesome prizes. Yeah, I couldn't have summed it up any better. Have we to go and see if we can find Statman John? Oh, we're getting him in. Let's let's see if we can find him. Let's do it. Let's go. Hey everyone, Steve here from the Point Ninety Nine Podcast. We're a new running podcast talking about just that running. Whether we're talking about training, 5Ks, marathons or ultras, we cover it all. And a few tangents along the way too. You'll join not only me, Mr. Steve Runs on Instagram, but also Runnerman Steve. You can find us bi-weekly on Spotify, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts as we ramble our way through podcast land. Matt, I can't find yeah. that man John. <laughs> You're gonna have to find him. We've just said we're gonna get him on. Do you want to know what's worse? I don't what? know. Is it worse? I, I found someone else. <laughs> Go on. Go on. It's Jack Penfold. Hello, Matthew. <laughs> the owner of the podcast, Jack Penfold. Yeah, I was searching in the West Wing and I found Jack. <laughs> Jack, how are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. I was hoping you were going to say you found me because you were looking for Satman John and we're best friends. Um, so you came to me to find him. Right. Are, are you this not is with... actually quite special, though, because we've we've completed the Keith clan again, right? Oh, yes. Oh, we have. Let's all virtually point at each other. I'm doing it. I'm doing yeah, it. I'm doing it. Good. <laughs> that, that means nothing to no one because neither of our cameras are on either. No. <laughs> Jack, have you seen Statman John? Um, I, haven't, I haven't seen him since uh, yesterday we went to the theme park and had a really fun-filled day out together but um other than that i haven't seen him for for a long time <laughs> it was just a quick meet up did you go on any rides 
Um, no, the only ride I had was it, it was called the Fun and Friendship Ride. And the Fun and Friendship Ride was just me and Stepman John skipping through um, skip, skipping through the flowers at, at this side of the park. Oh, Jack, I've missed you so much. <laughs> well, surprise! just imagine that. It was really cute. Who? Surprise! Surprise! Stepman John! Hello, lads. You must have heard my voice. Um, I've been hiding, isn't it? JP's uh, birthday party surprise right now. Oh, you're, you're um, a bit awkward. Mm, late. Start one job. Is that not why I've been invited? I've, I thought it was. I thought it was now. It was Saturday just gone. Start one job. Who? Um, and where was my invite? Lad? It was. It was not my fault. It was a surprise. Blame, blame oh, yeah. oh well played well played well played uh <laughs> listen pretty boy i've got one thing to say to you <laughs> well i've got a few actually else this will be a pointless uh part of the podcast but my man you are punching bloody <laughs> hell <laughs> what a woman what a body wow thank you stuntman john you are welcome. As is she. We had a good time last night, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't changed, that man, John. No, <laughs> not at all. Anyway, um, Stepman John, uh, we, we've we've missed you. We, we're getting worried about you as well, so we're keen to see what you've got for us this week, and just to make sure that you're okay. I am. Um, apart from, did I hear Jack? Yeah. Yes. SMJ Junior, reporting for duty, sir. Fuck's sake. <laughs> I missed you, Statman John. I know we had our little date the other day, but other than that, I've really missed you. It's been a long time. I still dream oh, about you every night as well. I wouldn't have come here, I'll be honest, if I knew he was going to uh, show and, up. But... And Statman John, do you want to know the best thing? <sighs> interrupting. Yep. Sorry, sorry for interrupting. When I, um, when I dream about you, sometimes... I wake up in a puddle. Oh, Jack. <laughs> How vulgar. I love you that much, that man, John. It's an honour to meet you again. Matt's mum was the same. Happens to them all. That <laughs> <laughs> man, John. Polly will be next. Whoa, 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 whoa. She's got a ring Just, on her finger now, that man, John. Yeah. Don't come for my mum or my partner, please, that man, John. Just stick with me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what uh, what are we doing here? Oh yeah, I'm doing it, aren't I? God, uh, lads, I don't know if you're ready for this, but I've got some would you rather's from my fan base. Ooh, we've not done those for a while, have we? No, totally unprepared for this. Nice. You didn't see it coming, did you? No. Not at all. That's what she said. <laughs> I just slapped my that's, hands together. Don't know if you. That's so it. rude, John. <laughs> I called you John there by your first name because it was rude. Okay, thanks, Jake. Come on, start my John. Let's uh, let's hear these. Would you rather's? So I'm going to fire these at you, and uh, I'll say your name. You answer. No thinking, no explaining. That's not that'll not be hard for me. Okay, good. Right, well, that's what she said. No, is it? No. Right. Anyway, <laughs> this is from at not underscore bad underscore four underscore at underscore fat underscore dad. He said, would you rather 110Ks in 100 days or 10 100K in 100 days? Matthew Taylor. Oh, Jesus. Uh, t- 10. <laughs> what? <laughs> 110Ks in 100. That, 
Is that right? Not on right, is it? No, 110 Ks in 100 days. Yes. Yes, that's the one I'd do, yeah. Okay. Jack? Uh, the, 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 the 100 K ones over... 1000 Ks over 100 days, I think it was. Ooh, or something. Okay. And JP? I'd do the, the 10 Ks. Definitely. I'm, I'm starting with Matt here. Yeah. Okay. Off I feel like go, we need too. explaining, but we are on a tight time pressure. Oh, you so. said no thinking. I've just just fired it straight out there, SMJ. Oh, sorry. Okay, think a bit. Right. Oh, this one's <laughs> from at Jack Penfold running some oh, lunatic. God, what a guy. I uh, I've blocked him. Anyway, he said, "Would you rather spend a day with Jack at a theme park or spend a month with Jack at a rock convention?" JP. That's that is a really short stick in there. Um, I, I'd go to the rock convention and then ditch him. Sure. I think smart, oh. smart move. Uh, Jack, yourself. Um, uh, um, theme park. And with Matthew. yourself? Yes, because I can remember my. Oh, I, I can't explain. I can't explain. Keep them quiet. Theme park. Yeah, theme theme park for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay, randomly I'll get you to explain. Matthew, explain your answer. I'm typing. I just, <laughs> I just feel like um, going to a rock concert. I'm getting, I'm getting on a bit now. So when you have the drinks, like Sunday, Sunday morning, I woke up and my head was just exploding. So rock concert, drinking constantly for hundred days. No, no, no. I would, I would just like to clarify, Matt. This is a rock concert for rocks, not the music rock. Remember oh, back a couple of series ago, oh. me and Sam Andrew went to the rock I'm bored. I'm bored. Uh, maybe I won't ask for explanations. No, so, moving on. Let's move on. Next one. Job. At Gary underscore Ludwin. Would you rather train in the winter for a spring marathon Oh, wow, look at that. Gary, are you the same? Slide in my DMs and let me know. Uh, <laughs> right, this one from the man himself at Sheffield underscore Strider. Oh, oh yeah. Legend. Oh, let's all have a moment. Um, so, would you rather fight 10 Frank-sized horses or one horse-sized Frank? Brackets, Frank is JP's dog, Matthew Taylor. Jesus. Horse size Franks. Wrong answer. <laughs> I can't uh, I can't believe that Ben's plagiarized that one because that's what we were talking about on our long run on Saturday. And what was your answer, JP? Ten um ho- uh, ten Frank size horses, because that's the right answer. And get, can I quickly tell you, Stat John, the yes, reason we, yes, we, we started talking about that was there was a guy, um, and this is a proper Lancashire thing, there was a guy walking to Shetland Ponies up the up the road. <laughs> <laughs> was that you, Stat John? Oh. It was. I'm surprised you didn't recognise me. I was waving as well, whilst doing the elephant. Don't know if you've heard about it. <laughs> Pockets inside out. <laughs> and my willy hanging in between. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Jack. 
Um, I would go for the horse-sized Frank because he was really cute and he liked belly rubs. So I wouldn't really fight him. I'd just tickle him. He would fight you. Okay, right. This man has come in trio. Paul.S.Griffiths, the um, action man himself. Would you rather have one nipple or two belly buttons, Jack? One nipple. Okay, JP. Both are pretty pointless, aren't they, really? Um, One nipple. And Matthew. Yeah, what, what? I'll just go with the floor, one nipple. In fact, no, I'll, 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 I'll be different. Two belly buttons. You, you have got less nipple, nipple rub if you have one nipple. And, and you've got less chance of people giving you a nipple cripple. True. Benefits. And, and double the, the belly button fluff. Mm. True. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Sorry, mate, you've got two belly buttons. You now have two belly buttons. Look down. Uh, next one at paul.s.griffiths would you rather travel to the past or travel to the future Matthew uh, travel to the past so I could choose one nipple <laughs> good answer good answer my lad that made me chuckle there I'd go on mute uh, JP uh, the future it will be interesting to see what we do to the world yeah and what I'm going to do next week who knows we decide just before the, uh, before the episode and Jack um, future because I can't wait for me and Statman John to be married fuck's sake uh, <laughs> JP just cut him out of all of this if you can just he's not coming back again music. is he no <laughs> uh, this one I can't actually say I probably should have thought about this um, at paul.s.griffiths would you rather have telekinesis or telepathy Te- telekinesis Thank you. Oh, fuck's sake. Okay. Jack, come on then. Well, first, big brain. Um, I'd, I'd prefer telekinesis. And Matthew? Uh, I don't know what either of them mean. Thank you. Me neither. Please explain, Jack. Uh, so telekinesis is supposed, is like moving objects. And what was the other one? Telepathy, telepathy. wasn't it? Telepathy. Oh, telepathy. 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 Um, isn't that like taking people taking information from people's minds yeah so mind reading or moving stuff with your mind why couldn't you just said that like that ben Ben, jack i was trying to make it a bit more confusing because i want to see you squirm uh tele tele telepathy and jp yeah it's telepathy definitely i can just move stuff with my hands Yeah, but you could pretend that you're like a Jedi. Ah, but I could just read people's minds instead. True, true. Moving on. Shh, Jack. Um, <laughs> I, could, I could read your mind that you were going to say that, Statman John. Anyway, at be happy underscore runner, uh, would you rather have everyone be able to read your thoughts or everyone... Read your internet history, and I want an explanation and answer from Matthew, especially. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody needs to see my, uh, my my internet history. So, Matt's uh, internet history: how to run more than a mile, how to not get injured, how to grow. 
I think I've, I've what, 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 what is telekinesis? What is what is telekinesis? <laughs> I've recently shared my internet history on my on on what what the fuck like uh, group chat on WhatsApp. That <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Um, sorry, I was actually laughing too much, picturing what it could be. I didn't hear your answer, but let's not repeat it. JP. Um, read my thoughts. Definitely. Rather than your internet history. Yeah, there's some grim stuff in there, I'm sure. <laughs> oh God, and Jack. Um, I read my thoughts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, read my thoughts. <laughs> Good answers, everyone. Nice and safe. I'd be the same. Right. I'm um, still a young lad. <laughs> uh, at running underscore birdie, would you rather run in a snowsuit in 30 degrees or run in swimwear in minus 10 degrees? JP. Oh, the swimwear every day. I'm, I'm a veteran at doing that as well. We blonde wigs on. Course, pretty boy, you want to get those legs out. And Jack. <laughs> Depends how long the run is, but probably swimwear. And Matthew. Yeah, yeah, probably swimwear. I like I like wearing the old the odd bikini every now and then. Just run quicker. You keep yeah. With your one nipple. Only one bit of bikini. Um, <laughs> so you barely buttons for that. Uh then we've got at running underscore runner eighty one. He said, would you rather eat Indian curry or raw fish the night before a race? Uh, Jack. Oh, Indian curry, I can't stand raw fish. Matthew. Yeah, it's supposed to be curry. Uh, fish, fish would make me throw up regardless. And JP. You mean sushi, right? I'd take the sushi, definitely. Oh, I can't, I can't do JP. I just really can't. I'll just take a really mild curry. I take a mild curry anyway. I can't even handle Nando's peri peri chips. <laughs> so yeah, it would just be a, a really, really mild curry. Uh, okay. And then my man, oh, I'm rubbing my legs at Pepper underscore Penfold underscore runs. Let's call him Dan. I'm so, I'm so glad I didn't butt in then and say I was rubbing something. I was going to jump in and just say it for the comedic effect, and then I found out it was my dad, so I'm glad I stopped. <laughs> I'm the sorry, Dad. The best penfold, the best penfold, Glenn. Daddy P, he has said, would you rather fart loudly after every serious conversation or belch after every kiss? Matthew. See, yeah. Yeah, fart loudly after every serious conversation. I like I like being the comedian comedian of the group. And uh, JP. Yeah, it's definitely a fart after after the uh, the serious conversation just to break the tension. <laughs> and Jack. I'm with JP for JP's thoughts. Break the tension. Imagine like you're fired and then you fart and walk out. It's like a mic drop every single time. Especially after a curry. Yeah. I might mic. do that next time I have a serious conversation with my dad. I'll just brew one up. I'll film it for you all. It's better than belching after your mouse kissing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine that at your wedding. <laughs> and that's it. That's all of them, lads. That's all. I loved it. So Awesome. Thank, thanks, thanks for joining us, Statman John. Well, can I, I ask Statman John, John one? Please, yes. SMJ, please, please, please. Please just say just yeah. say just yeah. say yes, Daddy. I said yes, but you can't hear me. I'll keep saying okay. yes. Okay, thanks, Samantha. John. Um, would you rather spend a whole year with me in one house? We can never leave the house, 
or marrying me, but we live at different ends of the country, but you know that you're married to me. Marry you and get divorced. <laughs> no, you know, we can't get divorced, <laughs> John. Good answer. <laughs> through, through love and sickness and all that and that stuff. I think that's a mic drop from Statman John. No, I think he's probably just farted and left. <laughs> I think he has. I think he's gone. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Statman John. It's been a pleasure having you in, in the studio once again. Uh, I'm sure we'll see you again sometime soon. I wonder what he's going to be up to next week. Yeah. Seems like there's a theme developing here, doesn't it? Yes, I do wonder. Uh, but moving on, we've got a guest to uh, to, to show. Uh, to, I think Ben, uh, not Ben, I think uh, Jack loves this chap as well. Um, an awesome runner, uh, recent runner, but he's gone from 20, uh, 23-minute 5K down to the dizzy heights of, uh, what is it, about 16 minutes? Is he into the 15s? It's unbelievable. Yeah, well, well, un, well under well under 16. He did 16 dresses as Santa on Christmas Day, so he's pretty <laughs> rapid. Um, and he's got a, a soccer marathon coming up soon, which I think he's trying to do 2.20-ish. So, yeah, Matt, I'm real have quick. We to let, have we to let Jack introduce the interview? Ooh, he's such a fanboy. Go on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone. Get yourself ready, strap yourself in, because it's a good one. It's over to Ben Felton. Right then, you lot. Series 9 rolls on, and it's time for another awesome chat with another awesome guest. Now, despite having only started running a few years ago, today I'm chatting to a guy who, in that time, has engulfed himself in all things running. He's posted some mind-boggling times over all distances and continues to go from strength to strength wherever he is racing. But it's the journey itself that's a catch that's captured the attention of so many. Since starting documenting his running journey during lockdown, his YouTube channel now counts upwards of 40,000 subscribers and his content across social media platforms are inspiring runners around the world. We're going to get into all of that today, his running journey, his road to full-time content creator, and of course, what is coming next? He's quick, but I'm going to try my best to keep up. Join me in welcoming the excellent Ben is running, also known as Ben Felton. Ben, how are we doing today, Mum? I'm good, thank you. What a lovely intro. Thank you very much. Everyone says that. I think I put a lot of effort into the intro, and then hopefully you'll just put up with the fact that it goes downhill from there. It's always good to start the conversation off with a nice little compliment as well, isn't it? Absolutely, mate. Yeah, butter <laughs> up, keep them sweet. How are we doing, man? How's your day been? Yeah, good, thank you. Busy day. Had a marathon session this morning, so a little bit tired towards the end of the day, but um, yeah, that's natural for, for marathon training. Yeah, well, well, I'll, I'll, we'll have this conversation and I'll put you to sleep, shall I? So um, uh, <laughs> let's, get in, let's get into it. I've got loads to cover and we, we've only got a limited time to do so. I know that you've not been running for too many years, which we'll get into, but there's plenty of stuff that's happened in that time. So we start these chats in the same place every single week. Um, why don't you start by telling me how that runny journey started? Yeah, sure. So I moved to Stockholm, Sweden after university. So this would have been in 2019, around September time. Um, and I wasn't really much of a runner when I went over there. I'd maybe do, done a few park runs in my time. Um, and I decided just to join a local running club, um, mainly just to meet new people, to be honest with you. Um, and I joined a local running club in, in Stockholm called Sideline. Um, and I yeah, really liked the running side of things and got into it more and more. Ended up joining a second running club, um, still going along to my weekly park runs. And then, uh, yeah, ever since then, I've been running pretty much every day. And 
and um, yeah, documenting my progress over on YouTube. Were you athletic before this thing? Because this this was always, was this like two, 2019? You said, didn't you? So yeah. like, w- w- was it other sports growing up? Uh, yeah, as a kid, I used to play quite a lot of football. Um, I was never really very good with the ball at my feet, to be honest with you. I used to play a defensive position, um, but I was always quite a fit um, like guy in the team. And I would enjoy going out for runs like every now and again. But I never really thought of, of doing running as my key sport. I sort of did a lot of other sports and was OK at them all, um, but never really excelled at anything until I really started to take my running a bit more seriously. Mm. And so when you got out to Stockholm and when you joined the running club and 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 got the bug as it were, w- was that transition quite seamless? I mean, w- were you finding that you were enjoying running, comfortable running, progressing well early on, or, or was it w- was there a little bit of a bedding in period where this was this was pretty tough? Um, I think for me, just before I started the um, the new running club. Before we moved to Stockholm, I'd started to get into parkrun quite a bit. Mm. Um, so I was already running maybe twice a week at the time. Um, and I think when I started the the running club in Sweden, I was probably around 23 minutes in terms of my 5K time at parkrun. Um, so I was, I was a fairly good level runner. Um, but uh, yeah, I just sort of fell in love with it the more and more I did it. And as I saw my times come down, I think naturally I just wanted to invest a bit more time in it and and see where I could get myself sort of thing yeah tell me about parkrun then because you, you said that, that that was an early part of your journey and I presume something that's that stuck around I certainly see from following on social media that you enjoy a parkrun How, how's that played a, a part in the journey kind of from an ongoing base I know I know it was there early on but has it always been a constant throughout the, I know we had lockdown and stuff but always been something you enjoyed yeah, um, when I was a kid, I used to go down to Parkrun um, a fair bit. I reckon this is probably in like 2013, mm-hmm. so when I was like a, a young teenager. Um, but it was just for a bit of fun. I think one of my mates was doing it, so I went along and did a couple of park runs. And then I didn't really run for about five or six years. Um, and I thought, oh, I'll go along to my local Parkrun again. This was when I was at university in Norwich. Um, so I went along to my local Parkrun. It was called Eaton Park Run. If anyone's from Norwich, that's one of my favourite park runs in the in the UK. Um, it's a lovely flat course. There's a couple of laps of a of a lovely park. Um, and yeah, went down to park run. So already had started training a little bit and went every every week. I was just trying to get quicker and quicker. Basically, the classic sort of yeah. new runner starts doing park runs and tries to get better each week. Um, obviously, that only lasted for so long but um yeah a lot of my running journey still links back to parkrun that's where I first started running um and I always love to go down to my local one now even if it's just for the community side of it um I don't really like race them as such anymore like um I just much rather like the community side of things so my mum and sister have recently got into doing parkruns as well so I'll often treat it just as an easy run just go and chat with the local community and yeah make sure I'm still involved in that side of things despite having got a little bit quicker over the over the years yeah and a little bit quicker is a bit of an understatement you're a modest guy Ben but um talk to me about the, the formative kind of years so I guess we can probably split this conversation into segments can't we because we're going to hit lockdown at some point soon and that's where we start with the YouTube and the content creation but before yeah. we get there talking through kind of like 2019 early 2020 how quickly were you then progressing into some of the I guess quicker times that you've posted over the different distances how did that journey develop was was it was it a smooth transition 
Um, I'd say, yeah, it's fairly smooth. Um, I started entering races and naturally wanted to get a little bit quicker. Mm. Um, and I was somebody who uh, caught the bug for running like in a big way. I was I was running maybe twice a week and then all of a sudden I was trying to run pretty much every day. Mm. Um, and I still sort of have that bug at the moment. I try to run as much as I can, mainly just for the enjoyment side of it. Um, so for me, naturally, at the beginning, my times did come come down in terms of progression fairly quickly. Um, I think the first 10K I, I did, I just narrowly missed the 40 minute mark. Wow. Um, so for a, for a starting point, that was a fairly quick time. And then, yeah, over the, the coming years, I've slowly taken a couple of minutes off uh, probably every six months and to get to the point where I'm at now, really. And what would you say? I, I know it's hard to dissect, and if we could bottle it and sell it, we'd be millionaires. But yeah. <laughs> what would you say is the primary, I guess, driver, or, or or what can you accredit to that 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 quick progression? Is is was it was it the running club? Would you think it was your own motivation? Was it a combination of things? What was it that helped you along the way to go in from those twenty? There's not, nothing wrong with a twenty-three minute park run. It, it's 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 impressive, but to go from there to to what you're doing now in such a short space of time is really impressive. Is, is there anything that you can kind of you, you pinpoint to say this is what it was that that got me on that on that journey? Um, yeah, I think it's a combination of th- of things really. Um, I've always sort of wanted to see how how good I can get myself like for personal like self-fulfillment that type of thing yeah. and I always get that when I get a new PB or you know achieve it, something new within the running world and it's also the community side of things um, as I said I started with the running club mainly just to meet new people so I'd go along each week and meet people from all over the world at this sort of international running club and I just found it fascinating like speaking with people about why they got into running um, and then yeah naturally over time just started taking it a little bit more seriously as I wanted to to progress myself. Yeah so let's let, let, let's move into 2020 then so lockdown happens you are what probably just over a year into this running journey yeah that's yeah yeah probably about a year in about right how does initially that impact you so going from running is everything racing is is big i you know you you get into as many races as possible and then lockdown happens and the world kind of turns on its head how does that impact you in, in 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 the early days yeah, I'd actually say that lockdown was probably quite a good time for me in terms of my running. Okay. Um, it was probably the first time where I was actually allowed, like able to train to the level I wanted to train at, mainly just due to work commitments. Um, obviously, in the lockdown, I was I think I was furloughed at the time um, and I didn't have much to do. And that's when I ended up starting the, the YouTube channel, actually. It just sort of naturally came about as I didn't really have anything to do and thought, oh, I'll just start filming a few of my runs and and that'll keep me busy sort of thing um and it sort of took off from there in terms of the the youtube and content stuff but also in terms of my sort of progression i was able to to run i think i probably ran around 100 kilometers a week during during lockdown wow. when typically i was only being able only able to run maybe 40 kilometers a week um due to work and other commitments so it basically during lockdown opened up so much free time that i could then dedicate to training to a level that i wanted to train at um that actually it was probably a bit of a blessing in disguise for me. And I don't know if I would even be on YouTube and the runner I am now without that uh, 2020 lockdown, if I'm totally honest with you. Yeah, it's amazing. It's a question that I, I like to ask everybody. And you, it, it is interesting to see the the swing 
in terms of what lockdown was to people because to some people it was such a hard time it was you know difficult from a mental health perspective it was there's so much going on but then for some people it 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 was a blessing and and it's like you said your life's almost been shaped in a positive way by it hasn't it yeah definitely because for me before lockdown I was working a chefing job um and time wise I just didn't have the, the hours in the day to dedicate to training and to running as much as I wanted to so yeah as soon as lockdown came I was like wow look at all this free time I've got now and it just made me sort of change my life habits really and and realize that that's what I wanted to to try and do if it was if it was at all possible so um yeah as soon as we went out of lockdown I started uh reducing the amount of hours I worked to try and focus on on content creation as well as my training um and then as things progressed with with YouTube and I finally was able to make a little bit of money from from the content side of things I ended up quitting my job in November of 2022 so sort of a two-year period of like easing off workload in terms of the chefing and then going more to to YouTube as part-time and then eventually um content creation is now my my full-time crack sort of thing really interesting let's get on to the content creation because when I was thinking about how to segue between the two my first question I was going to ask was you know do you come from that kind of background anyway you know a creative media-based role but but no it was completely different industry and and then and then this has happened so did was it kind of a self-taught thing in terms of just trying out what looks good how to edit how to make sure you're targeting the right segments of people on YouTube How, how did that look early on man yeah so I I did a little bit of um media stuff at university I I studied international development which is a human geography degree so completely unrelated to to anything I do now but um as part of that degree there was a a filmmaking for developments um section of the degree where I basically learned basic uh filmmaking skills I learned uh, how to edit on uh, Premiere Pro so I used a lot of those skills in the lockdown to start making YouTube videos um so I wasn't completely unskilled in terms of of the content side of things but um yeah just naturally went in went down that route um when I had a bit more free time on my hands yeah and what's the launch pad then so put put me into your brain then when you're first starting to think about content creation about YouTube specifically as as a starting point um what, what what's in your head in terms of what what was the mission statement what was there a goal was it just let's get something out there or did you always have a clear plan of what you wanted your brand to be what you wanted your channel to represent yeah I think for me it's always been just about documenting um what I'm up to in terms of the lead-ups to races um if I can offer any tips and tricks along the way then that's great but it's more of just like um documenting and if anyone can take something from my content then that's been a a bonus but it was almost to keep me accountable that sort of thing Mm. um from the start yeah that's that that's really interesting because you hear that a lot from uh running content creators it's it starts off as something personal and then well it's it remains something personal i guess in in a sense but as more and more people become interested in what you're doing and, and relate to it that's where the opportunity becomes to grow yeah for sure and I can remember in the early days of of doing it, no one was really watching the channel um, and that didn't really bother me, to be honest with you. I was just going to continue making these videos because it was a bit of a bit of fun and it just like took some time um, from the mon- monotony of lockdown, really. Um, and then, yeah, when people did start watching it, I was like, oh, this is this is picking up quite quickly now. And um, yeah, 
been doing it ever since. Tell, tell me a bit more about that then, man. So was it was it a real kind of volcanic explosion of of, of following and, and and of interest, or or did it kind of bubble away and grow? Um, sort of? Yeah, it's, it's been fairly sort of I wouldn't say slow, but it's been like um, it's built up over over time. Mm. Um, my second video I posted um, was a five k how to improve your five k time, something like that. Top tips. Um, where I basically talked through how I'd gone from running 23 minutes at park run to m- whatever my time was at the time. I can't quite remember now, probably low 18s, I'd think. Mm. Um, and that video did really well. So uh, initially the channel sort of kick-started quite quickly. And then ever since that video, it's sort of been con- pretty constant in terms of the speed of the growth of the channel um, as I've posted more content. Um, naturally with with some things like race videos and and bigger events that the channel grows a little bit quicker but um overall over the last couple of years it's been fairly fairly gradual if that makes sense yeah it does and then tell me how so how how does how does the journey of creating uh, say a video for youtube look for you is it is it quite organic in terms of you go out and get inspired while you're out there or is there kind of like without giving away too many secrets and tricks of the trade is is there a planning process you know what 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 does that that creative process look like for you um I'm actually pretty relaxed when it comes to like planning wise it's mainly just what I'm what what's next um type thing so naturally for me at the moment I'm I'm training for another marathon so all my content is focused on like the training that I'm doing for that race um, and that's typically how I film content. Um, I'll just wake up one day and think, all right, today I'm going to talk through, I don't know, the the easy shoe, the shoes in my rotation that I use on easy days. Or another day, it might be some top tips for, improve, like I said, improving your 5K, your 10K. Um, I sort of just work from a video by video basis. And it's usually what's relevant to my training at the time. Um, sometimes I'll make some content that's a bit more targeted um, in terms of, for example, at this time of year, there's a lot of new people trying to get into the sport. So I'll think maybe I'll make some content that's maybe targeted more to beginners. Um, and then obviously during marathon marathon season, I'll focus content more towards that. But um, yeah, for me, I don't really plan too much ahead. Um, I just let the channel take its natural course. Um, and that's worked for me over the, the last few years. So I don't like to to change it really and suddenly force m- making certain content, if that makes sense. Absolutely. If it didn't broke, don't fix it. No, I agree. Um, and and then so, tell me about let's let let's just loop kind of one more question round in terms of the context. It's not just YouTube. You've got a really big following on on the Instagram as well. Um, obviously you're you're putting content out to help people, which is yeah. wonderful. So it's about kind of helping other people on their running journey, giving them some kind of ideas or inspiration or just tips on on things that they can do on their running journey. Do you find that though that it is a bit of a two-way street? Do you find that the the interactions that you'll get in terms of comments on on the videos, in terms of DMs you might get on social media as well, hearing about how you might have helped people, the stories that you get, do you find that now in some ways that helps your running journey as well because of that support that you, you're providing and it kind of works both ways? Yeah, hundred percent. Um... I recently got asked in a, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was a podcast, but um, some sort of interview thing that I was doing, like what motivates you? What's your inspiration behind running? And it, and like, they were trying to come up, ask me to come up with a person or uh, I don't know, something along those lines. Um, mm. But for me, it's 
the the inspiration in into my running is is sort of comes from the community that I've created as well it's like a two-way street definitely for sure um when people message me saying that they've been inspired to get into running or to do their first marathon or to go along to their local park run um that really gives me a boost and makes me continue to to want to make content if it if I can see it having that sort of knock-on effect so and one of my um sort of outro that I have on my YouTube videos is aspire to run and run to inspire and for me that means aspire to run is like I want to be the best runner that I possibly can be and by sharing that if I can inspire other people then yeah that that in turn sort of motivates me again to to push myself even more so yes yeah, definitely a two-way street um love it and 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 that's the wonderful thing about the the online running community that there is such a a wealth and variety of people out there who are looking for different things and different different support and different angles and different ways to be helped and if you can build that community it, it in a slightly selfish way it is incredibly fulfilling isn't it yeah definitely um okay so you'd mentioned how your content is normally geared towards what you're doing and, and i don't want to leave this chat without talking about uh, osaka which is which is the, the the marathon that you're currently training for six weeks out from it be about four weeks out from it by the time this podcast goes out very very exciting before we get to osaka though just one thing that i'm very conscious we've not done we went on a little bit of a whistle stop tour around your running journey today and just basically said you're really quick um everyone has kind of got in the memory, but one of the reasons we run is for those moments, isn't it? Those finish line moments, those kind of bucket list um, events where when you're on your deathbed, you're going to look back and go, God, that was a good one. I know that you're still, I guess, in a way, in your formative years from a running perspective, but is with lockdown, I guess, in the middle of it as well, curtailing a lot of things. But are there any events that you've done so far, be it marathon or shorter distance, that, that fit that category that you've got memories of? That was pretty incredible. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a few that come to mind, but probably the one that sticks out the most is uh, my 5K PB that I ran last year. Um, so for me, running has always been about the, naturally the 5K distance due to going along to my my local park run and trying to get on the best time that I possibly could each week. So for me, I've always had uh, the 5K has almost been the distance I'd race the most at. Um, mm-hmm. And for me last year, I had my one of my big goals in running is to break 15 minutes for the 5k yep um and i've i tried about four or five times and got within a few seconds of it last year and finally um i think it was in around august last year i did a it was called wimbledon 5000 meter festival um an event in london um all these little um all these 5k races sort of graded for your current pb um, so it was an opportunity to run fast in a, with a group of guys that were all trying to sort of break that 15 minute barrier. And I ran 14.57 and I'll always forget, I'll always remember, sorry, crossing the line and, and just being, a, just have done it. And um, yeah, big moment in, in my running journey to, to break that barrier. Um, and I think just because I've always been sort of like looking to improve my 5k time to finally break that 15 minute barrier, which obviously when I started, I had no idea that I could get to that sort of level so yeah that was definitely a special one and one I look back on and think yeah in a few in a few years or when I'm talking to my children when I eventually have children I'll that'll be one moment I'll definitely share with them the the day I broke 15 minutes for the 5k 
Yeah, pretty pretty impressive, mate. You, you, the way you spoke about it, like just hum, like oh, you know, I just I got this time and fifteen minutes, is pretty <laughs> special, man. It absolutely incredible. Well, let's talk about you, we talked a bit about five k. This let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Let's let's talk about Osaka. So it's not your first marathon, of course, and you've posted some incredible times over the twenty six point two already. Um, how's training going for Osaka? Yes, yeah, it's, it's going pretty good. Um, naturally, this. Uh, the opportunity to run in Osaka is actually through a brand. Um, okay. So I haven't actually had as much time for a marathon build as such as I probably would have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I only ran my first marathon last year in uh, Copenhagen. I think it was in around May, April, May time. Um, and the first one went really well. And then I decided to do a second one in December last year, which was Valencia. That didn't go so well. Um, and now Osaka will be my third marathon um and it's sort of just come round as a with an opportunity with a brand so I couldn't I couldn't really turn that down a trip to to Japan um so yeah training is going really well um I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get myself in maybe the shape I would I would like due to the just the duration of this training block but um yeah I'm giving it my best shot at the moment I think we're approaching a uh, 100 miles for the week this week so it's definitely looking like a good one um and yeah hoping I can get to the start line as as close to pb fitness as possible yeah really interesting because especially when we're talking about the kind of times that you're running not having a full marathon block can make a huge huge difference can't it so very impressive that it's not because you could you could very easily i mean you mentioned it just then you know it's a it's a trip to japan you know it's 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 different different universe out there you know the the culture's incredible the the scenery's out there is incredible you, you it could just be i'm just going to go and i'm going to jaunt this don't don't worry about the training block but that's not you is it the focus is still there to you want to do something special yeah i'm just i'm going to give it my best if even if it isn't necessarily a personal best uh i'm definitely not gonna just relax over the next few weeks and and jog around i'll give it my all on the day so yeah it should be exciting i've never been to to asia let alone japan so I'm really excited about the the prospect of heading over there. Um, 17 hours of, of flying, though. I'm not looking forward to that bit, but um, I'm sure once I'm there, it'll be a great opportunity. Yeah, make sure you keep stretching the legs. Um, one thing I did want to ask, I, did, I didn't have it planned to ask at all, so please please feel free to answer in whatever level of detail you want to. Um, you mentioned then about Valencia briefly not going the way you wanted it to go. I get the impression from the conversation that we've had and from following you and, 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 and doing my prep for this chat, the, 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 the four years or so that you've been running for has been pretty much an upward trajectory. So, you know, lots of positive, lots of PBs, lots of kind of forward momentum, if you'd like to call it that. Um, what was it about Valencia? My, my first part of my question, I guess, is what was it about Valencia that maybe didn't fit that, that, that mold and equally important, did you find though coming out of it that, maybe not having the experience you were quite hoping for the taught you even more than maybe the positives that had come before it yeah definitely so Valencia for me I was in probably the shape of my life going into the race I'd done some really solid weeks of training to to get to that point um had a pretty ambitious time goal uh, mm-hmm. of running 220 having run 228 for my first marathon um so I think maybe that was a little bit over ambitious having now looked back at it um, and basically, in short, I had some stomach issues around uh, the 15 kilometre point. So very early on into into the marathon, which basically ended up with me having to to walk to get rid of cramping. Um, so I knew on the day it wasn't it wasn't going to be uh, my day. So I'm not quite sure, like 
if it was just a case of I was going too fast or if it was a fueling thing um, or just wait. Even the race was very, very early in the in the morning. Um, so maybe that was just a little bit of a shock to the body. I'm not too sure. But um, yeah, basically had some some issues with with the stomach and cramping. So, yeah, didn't quite hit that that time goal. But um, yeah, I definitely don't think it, it disheart, disheartened me. But yep. it almost just has led to be me feeling a bit more motivated if anything to to go out there and try and try and give it another crack um obviously with um a lot of my running it has been fairly linear in terms of my progression but I've also had some shocking races along along the way where I've felt absolutely terrible um so I, I know it's all part of the process it's not always linear in terms of of how you progress so you've got to sometimes take a step back to take a few steps forward so I'm hoping yeah I'm hoping in Osaka to bounce back a little bit from that not defeat but um it certainly did feel like that maybe the first two or three days but um yeah managed to put a positive spin on it and got back into to training um with pretty high motivation levels but it sounds like the mentality that you've got is is exactly what you need isn't it because it's that idea of right take the knock that's not going to make you step back it's going to make you just want it even more the next time and and that ultimately is where, where we breed success, I guess. Yeah, sure. It's all part of the process. And I think everyone can relate to to that bad that race that doesn't go to plan. Even if you're in the shape of your life, you've trained for months and months, you know, it can all go pear shaped on race day. And the same goes the other way. Sometimes you can turn up to to a race maybe not as prepared as you'd have liked and then yeah, shock yourself and and hit a PB. Yeah. Absolutely. All part of the fun in it. Um, and, and I guess all part of the fun, whether you're running sub two and a half hour marathons like you or whether you're a five and a half hour marathon runner. And that's the beauty of it, isn't it? That it, it, it's all that, that personal battle and that, that goal, that strive to achieve your goal, whatever it may be. Yeah, for sure. Everyone, everyone has their own goals that they want to hit. So, yes, definitely as relatable, no matter what ability you are, really. Yeah, love it. Listen, um, we've been chatting for half an hour. It's absolutely flown by. Um, I know you've got a circle coming up very, very soon. Is there anything else on the horizon, whether that's from uh, a running perspective, whether that's from continuing to grow in the content creation, the the person, the Ben is running brand? What's what, what else is coming next for you in 2023? Yeah, I've got some pretty exciting trips actually in the in the calendar that I'm really looking forward to and it will all be documented over on, on YouTube. One of those is actually um, uh, a trip to Kenya wow. going out for two weeks um, for a little bit of a mini training camp and just to experience um, sort of how runners live over in, in a 10. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. And yeah, hopefully another um, marathon uh, in the year again uh, and a broad one it's not confirmed just yet so I can't reveal the location but um yeah it's going to be really exciting and I want to definitely try to travel as much as possible um now with the the content side of things to to all these races and stuff around the world that I've always dreamt of of doing so yeah exciting stuff to come for sure very exciting and I guess you've kind of answered the question already the content creation I guess that just absolutely intricately links in with the running there's nothing separately in terms of goals for that it's just keep building the following keep getting out to these amazing places taking advantage of the opportunity that's been afforded to you and i guess keep inspiring people yeah for sure nailed it there yeah love it listen man uh let's wrap it up uh what what you you'll be able to do it better than me tell me where people can find you if they want to give you a follow the youtube the instagram all that good stuff 
yeah sure so my instagram and youtube handle is ben is running um just chuck that in um to the search engine engines and you should find me no problem it's yeah ben is running on all platforms so um yeah thank you very much Love it. nice and easy cheers ben and is there any anyone else we've not mentioned anyone you want to shout out anything so we've not talked about before i'll let you get back to your evening mate uh no i don't think so absolute superstar i really appreciate your time and best of luck over in japan all right thank you very much right then matthew that was mr ben is running himself ben felton what do you think of that yeah awesome an awesome chap and to go from what he has done to what he's achieved now within three years it's just it's amazing i just i can't fathom it can you i mean you're fast but to do what he's done in the last three years is just phenomenal isn't it yeah i'm and, and and getting the the YouTube thing up and running within the last couple of months as well. That's from all the followers he got and everything like that. Making money from YouTube, but we do YouTube stuff and we can't make money off it. What's going off with that? Yeah, because YouTube do commentary on amateur football matches and you do a really bad job of it, so that's why. <laughs> yeah. We anyway, do. but yeah, go and check Ben out on on YouTube because uh, some of his content is brilliant. Um, and yeah, thanks to him for coming on this week. Yes, we appreciate it. Thank you very much, Ben. Um, and he, he he loves part run as well. Do you know who else loves part run? I do. We to we to speak to Ben and Emma. We are. Ben and Emma, are you there? We're here. Good Hello. evening. How are you guys? We've got a lot to talk about, haven't we? This week. We have. We have. We have. I'm I'm well. How are you, Ben? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. How are you two? Have you? Have you both recovered from the weekend? Only just, just about. Um, well, ben, ben wasn't drunk, was he? So um, no, no, Ben, Ben doesn't get drunk for some reason. No, no, I was 100% sober. I think I, I think the red eyes on the photos say a different story, but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just well, like, I was absolutely hanging, so um, yeah, I've <laughs> only just recovered. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did feel pretty shocking on uh, Sunday. Afternoon, well, afternoon, yeah. But I'm, I'm glad we got up in the morning and uh, I had the pleasure of taking Sammy out for a run and uh, that 5K definitely uh, definitely sorted me out a little bit. So, yeah, but great weekend. Great weekend. Long run done nice and early. Great weekend celebrating your birthday and congrats on the engagement. About time. <clears throat> um, Thanks, Matt. You've got to be sure about these things in life, haven't you? <laughs> How many years did it take you to be sure? Um, nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't remember. He's in trouble now. <laughs> no, it's ni- no, no. I'm, I was just counting. It's nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got that many fingers? <laughs> Didn't realise. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, cracking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cracking weekend, and it all started off on Saturday morning with Parkrun. Of course, where else? Um, and where did we get to Parkrun, Em? Is it pronounced Hindburn? Nope. Hindburn? Hindburn. Yes, oh, I, knew, I knew I'd say the wrong one, whichever I said. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, Hindburn. So, um, come on, JP. It's local to you. You've done it before. Um, there was a reason we were going there. Um, tell us a little bit about it. And let's put you oh, on the spot. Oh, you put me on the spot. Okay. No, um, yeah. 
Yeah, well, well, actually, I grew up just across the road from the Highburn Park run, and I, I bored you with loads of tales of me playing football and making dents in the pavilion uh, roof and all sorts of stuff beforehand. Um, it's pretty traily and pretty hilly, isn't it, really? Two-lap course. It's not the fastest in the world, um, but it's quite enjoyable nonetheless. I think the best part about it was um, Rob turning up in his brand new shiny orange road shoes to a trail course. I did warn you all, didn't I, as well? It's going to be traily. It's going to be muddy. Bring your trail shoes. He he doesn't listen to me, does he, at all? Imagine imagine bringing your your road shoes to a trail run. Imagine doing that. eh? (laughs) There's only two people that I know that would ever do that. <laughs> uh, you can let it out this week, Matt. He's not here. <laughs> yeah, fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt, there was quite there was quite a beautiful point though on the second lap um, where it was particularly boggy and him tinkerbelling his way across the uh, the mud so he didn't fall over or muddy his shoes and then you just shoulder barge into him to try and knock him <laughs> over, which was quite delightful. You. Yep fully encouraged me to do that uh, oh yeah i got it all on video as well so uh, i'm sure we'll be able to share that on the social somewhere and it might make his way into tiktok with some um <laughs> some sort of ballet music Don't behind it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've not even seen it yet i'm uh, i'm looking forward to that then um Matt, i'll send it to you after the show don't worry i'll, I'll get on that yeah we uh, we all ran together which was nice and there was a photographer at the bottom of the hill so we're still waiting for the photos to go on because uh, we definitely blocked the path by all um, putting his arms around each other and running down the path there was a poor girl behind us who just could not get round and and i hope this is a really big hope she was quite a bit smaller than us lot as well so i hope that she's actually made her way into the photo because you, you know what's happening matt to that photo <laughs> <laughs> he, he even said that at the time. <laughs> yeah, just as she got out of earshot. Guys, guys, do you know what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> we got quite excited, but yeah. Anyway, it was it was a lovely park run. It, it was. We had that. We had the briefing on the in the car parky area. Um, there was a table set up. We've never had this before. There was a, there was a table set up by the volunteers, which was covered in cakes and there was hot drinks and cold drinks. Uh, for you to have before or after, which was definitely something new to us. We'd never seen that before. And it was free. Absolutely. Um, I was just gutted that we went on the long run after. Uh, I know you went and, and filled your boots um, in between, but yeah, it didn't sit with my uh, my nutrition plan for the day. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry, Mr. Athlete. Um, <laughs> I um, yeah. Um, so... Well, well, actually, it's not really being an athlete, is it, Ben? Um, when, when we got to 24k and, and I needed to, uh, I nearly made it to Wildy Nation. Um, th- that was more <laughs> why rather than anything else. <laughs> Maybe you would have clogged yourself up a bit more if you'd have eaten some stuff. There you go. Always Maybe learning. Not. Yeah, but anyway, so we, so we had the pre-run briefing. She was very enthusiastic, wasn't she, the run director? Especially <laughs> since um, she was an Accrington Stanley fan. Who were uh, they? Um, and Leeds were in town that day to play, so I'm sure she had a great afternoon going to watch that. Did they win? Did I, no, I don't no. they got so, convincingly beat, didn't they? All oh, right, okay. Um, so yeah, then you walk across the field, you start slight uphill, weaves through the woods. It was lovely through there. 
you go down the hill a bit tarmac there was quite a bit of tarmac wasn't there there was kind of like a an out and back bit on tarmac which on the on the bit at the turnaround was where it was really boggy and where we had a lot of fun watching rob and then um, there's a bit of an unusual bit because you actually have to cross a road and there's a marshal stood there making sure you're not going to get run over you don't see that very often in Parham. no you don't know he had even had a road closed sign didn't he <laughs> yeah. and he did on- and and there's only one car that goes through there a day. It's like a care home, I think. Um, so it's not like it's not like a busy main road. It's just a really random little snicket. It was, it was, and and the car happened to turn up as we were going through on that one, <laughs> and he just yeah. jumped in the middle of the road and stuck the road close sign up, and off we went straight across the road. And there was a nice little downhill section, and uh, off you went for two laps the second lap and uh yeah it was a good run like em says we all ran it together we all had a good laugh mainly at rob um, you, you say that ben you say that we all ran it together but um rob uh, did a mat didn't he at the end of lap two he thought he'd burst off and try and uh beat us to the finish which he did in the end but um yeah that, that wasn't very nice was it he does that quite a lot really uh he did it at rather valley um, he did it. Where did we go? I mean, Bronston. Bronston. Did he do it at Bronston as well? Interesting information. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Throwing him under the bus while he's not here. Um, mm. <laughs> it's actually quite nice, this, isn't it? To uh, you know, get a word in edgeways. Go on, Matthew. What, what do you think of that? It, I, I think it's like uh, bullshit behaviour. That it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> you won't you you find me doing stuff like that. <laughs> There's uh, there's some deep down rage. What running? Say it. No, we don't see you running anywhere. <laughs> Fair point. But yeah, so we so we all crossed the line. Um, 5k. Oh, I actually got a 5k challenge up um, achievement. I I got a position bingo. Wow. Position 62. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of like had a whole load of the latter 50s and. The latter 60, well, in fact, 62 was the only one in the block of about 15 that I didn't have. And uh, yeah, it fell nicely. So that was quite lucky. But none others, no others. Any for you on? Nope. No. Dry spell. No. Did you check on yours, JP? I'm just having a look now. I don't think I've got anything because I've already done that one before. And yeah. Any position stopwatches or no? No, nothing. Hey, ho. Um, and then uh, Sammy was there, wasn't she? She was uh, videoing us coming down the final straight uh, on both laps, which was nice. She got some good photos of us. And and then we didn't hang around afterwards, <laughs> did we? It was straight to the cars and uh, time to swap the shoes over because obviously we, we wore sensible shoes for park run and we bought sensible shoes for long run. Uh, and like you say, I filled my boots and had... Uh, some Jaffa cake, some ginger cake, and I think that was about it. A quick drink, and uh, off we went. And we uh, jogged all the way back up to yours, ready for the weekend's an- antics. Yeah, it kind of killed us a little bit for Saturday afternoon, didn't it? We all just vegetated on the sofa. Oh, it was lovely. That is my kind of Saturday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any purple signs, anything like that? There was a purple sign, wasn't there? I thought it went swimmingly. I'm sure I'm about to be told different. Uh, JP was really embarrassed, as he's mentioned. That's kind of his where he grew up. And Ben was harassing somebody for a photo, telling him exactly how he wanted it. Then he told him it wasn't good enough and he wanted another one. <laughs> yeah, just stand back a little bit, a little bit further. There was a point where we, we all just stood there and then 
Right, come on, let's get ready to run. No, we might as well just stand here because Ben's got to go check the photo first. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty non-eventful though, right? It was already kind of set up the purple sign ready for you. It was almost like they knew you were coming. Exactly. And and I was even nice enough to say, should we do it beforehand so we don't have to hang around afterwards so we can get straight on a run? So we, we took the, the picture before the run as well. I, did, I didn't mean to harass him too much, but I mean, the be all and end all is I'm I'm never going back, so I don't care. So I'm not going to see him again. So. And to be fair, I didn't know him either. So it's all good. There we go. Awesome. Right. We just started talking about the first round of the Park Run Cup then. Um, yeah, I can give you a quick recap on Park Run Cup at the weekend. Obviously, 51 ties. Now, that doesn't mean everybody's gone out and put an effort in in week one. You get your choice. You can do it week one, two or three. But... If you don't put an effort in, you're likely going to go out. But I tell you what, a lot of people did put efforts in. Um, there was a lot of results checking going on on Sunday after we returned home. And without going into it all, um, what I found was there were 16 people who ran an all-time parkrun PB. Wow. Uh, one person, the fastest person in the competition, Mr. Michael Slack, equaled his PB. And then there were a further seven people who were less than a minute off their PB. So just to go through it quickly, P- PBs this weekend from Nadine Francis, Sasha Gifford, um, John Simpson, Adam Brown. That's Adam Brownie runs because there's two of them. Um, Andy Bradley, Matt Woodhouse, Chris Cousins, Jamie Denham, uh, our very own Paul Locke, um, Laura Blackwell. Joseph Lee, Leonie Campbell, Pete Marshall. That was a hilarious one. We'll get to that quickly after this. Uh, Leah Hopton, Neil Marshall. He ran a PB. And finally, Amy Harrison. Um, And then I can't not shout out um, Karen Russell and Sean Baxter, who Karen ran within two seconds of her PB. Sean Baxter was only six seconds off his PB. So... I mean, there's some amazing efforts in that first round. Awesome, awesome running. Yeah, round of applause for them people. Absolutely outstanding. And it's week one. Forget, Don't forget that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Two of them PB'd by over a minute. Um, yeah, incredible, incredible. And a lot of these people were saying, oh, I'm nowhere near my 5K PB. You, you, you're beyond your 5K PB. So keep it up, guys. Good luck in, uh, good luck in week two to whoever has a go. Um, and uh, if anybody heard Pete Marshall's story, you will see that sandbagging does not pay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, quick, quickly then, Ben, what yeah. happened there? Go on, well, he ran his little socks off. Uh, he's quite fast anyway. And he saw he was going to get sub 18 for the first time. But because he thought, well, I don't want my PB to be too big in this this first round of the competition, he slowed down near the finish line. Uh, and finished in 18.10. So he's knocked 11 seconds off his PB, but he could have knocked quite a bit more off. And he thought, oh, that'll be enough. Anyway, his opponent, Adam Brownie Runs, went and knocked 59 seconds off, off his PB. <laughs> so I think Marshall, unless he somehow absolutely smashes it and gets a 17 minute park run, is <laughs> uh, going out of the competition. Unlucky Pete Marshall. He's got two more weeks left, hasn't he? So, yeah, yeah that one seems like I'm going to keep an that. eye on that one. 
He's he's got a run of seventeen twenty. Now bearing in mind he went through five k at Park Run at the weekend at seventeen fifty eight, I think it was. So still got another thirty odd seconds to find if he wants to go through. But uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him though. Yeah. He's a rapid little guy. Yeah, and he's pretty stubborn. So we'll see what happens. He's uh he's off to a very fast and flat course this weekend. So uh, we'll see. Yes, international. It can get very seriously. Mm-hmm. What about you, Matt? Are you? When's your effort going in? Um, moving on. Uh, I think. <laughs> <Cock off>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can get it, Matt. Why don't Why don't you go to Frickley or Rotherham or somewhere like that, nice and flat? Yeah. I, the thing is, though, if I, if I go, I'll end up racing it, and I can't race it because my Calf, I'll end up doing some stupid, something stupid. I'll, I'll go and run a park run and see see what it's. But I think I, I believe B got a. a did, did she get a close to a PB? No, no, no. Hmm. Interesting. I don't. Yeah, I might give it a go this weekend and see how it goes. Mm. You keep stretching that calf, and then we'll see where you're at next week. Huh? Exactly. Injured. Mega injured. Yeah, <laughs> super mega injured. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think it's uh, as enough of a, a part run and part run cup. Shall we get over some roll calls? Yeah, well, you've got to you've got to hit us with a roll call. No, no, I'm I'm not doing it this week. I, I'm not the monkey this week. Does anybody else want to give it a go? Do you know what? I think Emma's was the best that I've heard recently. <laughs> I wasn't. I totally fucked it up immediately. God, <laughs> <laughs> it's time to redeem yourself, Em. No, no, I'm out. I think, I think it's got to be you, JP, since it, since it'll be your first ever attempt. Have you have you had a go yet? Yep. Oh come on, Matt, save it. Come on, this oh, dance please. monkey. All right, all together, all together. Yeah. Right, partner, you know what time it is. Oh. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 no, calling, calling. What? 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 You just went off on a tangent, Matt, and did it yourself. I did, yeah. I was, it sounded amazing. Wanting to do it. Uh, Rob, Rob mentioned something to me at Rasselbock about this roll call, saying that we, we didn't have the music rights anymore because obviously we, we, the uh, podcast page for uh, for rolling uh, by uh, Limp Biscuit. But I put it on uh, socials last earlier today and it was on, so uh, I don't know what he was talking about. Who knows? Who knows? To be, to be fair, your rendition of it is so far from the original. No one would ever. You can't said it's plagiarising it <laughs> touche touche do you want to start us off then JP with the first uh, first one yeah why not I'll start with uh, Adam Brownie runs so for for the very own Sheffield Strider for his red January 411.8 kilometres what a legend how much is that in miles Ben thanks Adam Brownie and thanks JP um 255.9 and, and extra kudos for getting up on Sunday morning and doing one. Fair play. Indeed, indeed. And uh, actually, that January 31 days, I actually ran the four days leading into January as well. So if you were to add them on, it would be 35 consecutive days and about 293 miles. All right, Ben, you're showing off now. It's been, <laughs> it's been a long month. It's been a long month. <laughs> ben, do you want to go next? Um, yeah, I'll go next. Okay, then, Mr. Steve runs. Um, he is shouting out himself, I believe, for running a half marathon PB on an uphill route with a stinker of a headwind. 
Um, Boom Orange Carrot is giving himself, but he did not run a park run though, he says. Um, and headwind, hey, bloody windy all over the country today, hasn't it? Crikey. Indeed. My speed session tonight was like running just on the spot at times. <laughs> but anyway, on to you, Em. Haley runs here. She's got a couple. Uh, she ran a seven-minute half marathon PB on a training run at the weekend, which is just amazing. Uh, her marathon training is going really well. And she also wants to say a huge good luck to the Pendle guys. Go smash it. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Go smash it. Yeah, it'll be a tough old day out over them on them on them hills in Pendle. Um, but you sure. say it's going to be a tough day out, but the sun's meant to be out. It's not going to be anything <laughs> like last year, is it? <laughs> we've got three days left Matt we've got to milk this for all we can have you two run an ultra yeah and it was the worst <laughs> one on record the <laughs> weather was terrible <laughs> you, you haven't mentioned it I didn't know 45 <laughs> miles in the in the horizontal rain mm, nice <laughs> nice anyway moving on Matt who's next yes uh, Derek goes running he's just put surviving we feel you, big man. We love you, and we appreciate you, mate. Keep on, keep on keeping on. Um, Cheer up, D. Exactly, yes, exactly that. Uh, there's a lot of people around that can uh, put that smile back on your face and uh, and, and keep you going. So, uh, yeah, we're all here for you if you need us, mate. You know where we are. Uh, ben, back to you. No, JP, isn't it? Sorry. Go on, I'll take the next one. Gary Ludwin kind of ties into what you've just said, really, but for whoever mm. needs it. Boom, orange carrot. Yeah, agreed. Fair one, fair one, Gary. Ben. Indeed. Yeah, okay, so I will take Laura Blackwell, Mrs. Blackwell84. She is shouting out herself for a parkrun PB, which mm. she did this weekend, actually. Um, and having a quick glance, eight seconds she knocked off, so well done, Laura. And uh, probably a PB in the number of times I swore at my dad whilst running. <laughs> 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 Oh, I can only imagine. Um, <laughs> she went to An- Ancombe Valley Way, which is a nice flat out and back. So, uh, yeah, kudos to uh, Laura. Well done on your part on PB. Uh, M. Uh, next up is Darren, or Doug, as we all know him. Uh, he's back on it. Week one of marathon training under the belt. Four weeks late, but hey-ho. So, as we know, uh, Doug's not been very well, but now he's back on it, cracking on with his marathon training. So, well done, mate. Doug, 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 Doug. <laughs> well done, Doug. Awesome running. Uh, and finally, last two words, Bobo from Adam Brownie runs. Uh, not bad for for a fat dad, uh, for inspiring us with his culinary delights. And also Pete Marshall for his parkrun PB of 18 minutes and 10 seconds at Edenbrook Country Park. We all know it could have been better. Oh, uh, that's fighting talk, is that? <laughs> fighting talk, <laughs> that's his opponent, Matt. What's his Is it? He's facing Pete Marshall. That there is fighting talk, that. Pete that Marshall. When you're, when you're at Zyder this weekend, go and smash it. Give it a go. It's <laughs> honestly the flattest part run you'll do. Awesome, awesome stuff. Oh, Adam, I, I think you're going to have to go and do another effort now. I, I can see I can see Pete going and smashing that PB. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited to watch this one develop over the next fortnight. Yeah, me too. Me too. Right, that's it. That's Matt, the do you want to take us out of the Royal Cup? Is there, no, is there no, time no. for that? 
we don't do the outro for the roll calls, I, I, I believe. No, not normally. Not normally. We, uh, I, I think we should. <laughs> we'll start off with the uh, with the thank you, shall we? Go on then. Yeah, it's not Emily that gets on with this sort of stuff. No, no. she she tells us where no, you can find. Yeah. Huh? I'm, I'm, is it me that's doing it then? Yeah, yeah it's your turn this week. <sighs> We're going to judge you because Ben's really good at it, and I, I I didn't do a bad job last week, according to Ben. Very, very good job, yeah. You didn't do a bad job at all. Uh, so thank thank you to uh, JP for stepping in. Uh, I know Rob Rob's uh, not here today. Uh, so thank you to JP for doing all that and, and sorting the guests. Thank you to Rob as always. He, he coordinates most of this uh, and does everything behind the scenes and, and is the ship is a, is the captain to this ship. Uh, thanks to Ben and Emma for coming in. And joining us. I thought you were saying he is a shit then. <laughs> well, it, it's that as well. But yeah. <laughs> Carry on, sorry. Thank you to Ben and Emma for coming on, sharing all their park run antics, including the park run cup. They do a lot of work behind the scenes, compiling all their their results and stuff. Uh, so thank you for that. Thank you to our guest this week, uh, Ben Felton. Awesome stuff and an awesome chat. Uh, thank you to Statman John for joining us live this week, and thank you to Jack. Fucking Jack. Uh, Yay, Jack. Well, thank Jack anyway. Uh, thank you to Lou. Uh, also, thank you to the newsletter guys. So we've got Nick Finnett, Matt Paul, we've got Claire, and we have got Jamie as well. So thank you to those guys uh, as well. Uh, the theme music, Gravelinley, thank you for everything you've done for that as well. Uh, and I think that's about it, I believe. Oh, th- no, thank you to Sammy. Uh, we are all thinking about you and we love you. Uh, thank you for everything you do behind the scenes as well. Um, and that, I believe, is that. Emma, would you like to tell us where they can find us? So we are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and TikTok. We've got a website, uh, whatthefartlet.com. You can email us on whatthefartletpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a wonderful WhatsApp group if you want to join us. Uh, it's absolute chaos. If you want to listen to us, we are on Spotify, Apple Music and Google Music. That's it. Excellent, Emma. What about you? Where can they find you specifically if they want to? I am on Instagram at EmmaJJ85. How about you, Ben? Um, thanks for asking. I am at Sheffield underscore Strider. How about you, uh, JP? I'm at JP.RunsFree. How about you, Matthew? Uh, I am at Matty Owls. Uh, if you want to find Rob, he's at Little Runner Boy Rob. Um, would you also like to know who we've got on next week? Oh yes, Ooh. yes please. And any ideas? Do you know? I do know, but it's been mixed up a little bit. So do you? Yes, I believe that it's a, this guy's a ten times marathoner. It, four of them have been major marathons as well, so he's only two stars off of finishing that. He's raised a whopping six thousand pound for charity in one event. Uh, most importantly, is one of us. I thought like family OG. He was there at the first Rasselbock event, and he was there at the one that's just passed. And he's an all-round good egg. We've got. Mr. Dimble Runs, David Chung, is with us next week. Oh, well done, Matthew. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome chat that's going to be. Um, is that it? Anything else you want to add, guys? Um, something about making your runs wonderful, and yeah. we'll see you on the other side. You can't pinch his catchphrase while he's not I'm here. I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to. 
Um, no. I just want to thank everyone again for coming to my uh, my 40th and uh, hope everyone had an absolutely belting time. And um, yeah, um, it was a pleasure to share the evening with you all. Loved it. Would have been probably would have enjoyed it more if I'd got drunk, but it was still a great night. <laughs> <That's> a liar. <laughs> we've, yeah. we've got to sign off with what the big man says always says, aren't we? It's got to be done. You can do it then. Go on. As the good man says, may your runs continue to be wonderful. Be excellent to each other. Be kind or just piss off. We love you. We appreciate you. And we shall see you next week. Anyone want to do a car? Um, should we all go at the same time? Yeah. And a one. And a two. And a one, two, three. Car, car. Car, car.